following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Hey, this is Mike from Game Addicts Podcast, and you are listening to Journey into Comics Network Best of the Week show. Highlights from all across the shows on the network this week. So fire it up, have a glass, sit down, and listen to your favorite podcast from the network. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Journey into Comics. No, I'm doing it now. I'm oh, wrapping it with my topic. Back her down my a peg, Hoss. The... Hey, I, I'm just... It sounded like to me you were like going to wrap up the entire show. Yeah, that like, was a great show, guys. That was we... a great show. What, Nate? What, okay, so I'm going to bring up a kind of heavy... Not, I don't know if it's really heavy topic, but I think it's a very interesting topic because this is something I've wanted to ask Robert Kirkman personally. That's not something that's so easily done. So I'm going to ask you guys, why isn't there more comic book characters in this modern era that have um, some useful reason to utilize cannabis. We are in a place now where a lot of states are legalizing it, recreational, medical, whatever. Not Mm. enough states. Correct. But my thing is, like, think about The Walking Dead. What makes that universe survivable? Do you think you can just go to sleep at night after dealing with Walkers and Negan and the Governor and the Hunters and the fucking Cannibals and the fucking Terminus and all these different things, and the Whisperers, for that matter? Is there somebody in the universe that is... That, that they need to introduce as a character who utilizes it as a way to, you know, not be a crazy person. This is not the 70s or 80s when the drug issues happened for Spider-Man. I don't know if you guys are privy to the drug issues, but, um, you know, the Comic Code Authority said you can't release these. And Marvel went, yeah, we can. Watch, I'll print them right now. It just won't have your stupid fucking seal. Because they wanted to tackle tough topics. And I think the reality is cannabis has been demonized for so long. And the reality is it's not something that should be demonized. So in the medium of comic books, and I know a lot of kids read comics, that's the first thing I see your guys going, but kids, 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 it doesn't have to be in all the kid-based titles. That's why I'm more meaning in like your more serious books, The Walking Dead, stuff that has real-life issues. You can't tell me Rick Grimes is in pain all the time and is just relying on opioids to right. survive in the zombie apocalypse when he could grow a plant. Like, come on now. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Everybody looks around and is terrified to speak on this no, topic. I feel no, like. I, I agree. I mean, okay, but I don't really know. Like, I'm not canon on anything that's really. Well, it doesn't out matter what's. Now, but what but, is your opinion on them? Maybe making the swing towards that becoming more the norm because it has to be almost utilized sparingly to create the normalization right. of this. And I'm not saying that Spider-Man's smoking weed on top <laughs> of the fucking Empire State Building. Why but not? I, but I am saying... <laughs> think, okay. about how, think about how of, how of a hero he would be. If he but, how fucking, but think about how hilarious it would be if the Guardians just are celebrating and they're like, we've got this Earth plant that's technically illegal, but we're not on Earth, you know? And then they partake and then like Groot's just like, I... They're just like I am Groot. They're just like <laughs> fuck the Nova Corps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, and and that's another thing to think about too. When Groot's I say just asleep, Groot, Groot, I am Groot, I am <laughs> Groot, dude, A plant would be smoking a plant. Like, like, how does that work? Let's cannibalism is that cannibalism? Groot just rips off a big bong, and like you see, like his arms turn into roots in the floor. I am like, Root. <laughs> my, I guess my thing is too. Also, is that. Uh, the quote-unquote stereotypical stoner gets almost um, 
over sensationalized of like you know you smoke weed you're lazy you know you have no drive shaggy from Scooby Doo correct like, like, like whoa, exactly Scoob. and I like know a lot a sandwich. I feel like I know several people who are successful driven business people who also smoke weed so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Scooby uh, so I don't know I'm just thinking about it and you're gonna have to have like a normalization of this at some point if it is legal in all 50 states it will be eventually tackled in comics you're not gonna yeah. avoid it right you have characters that drink why don't you have characters that smoke well yeah look at look at what came to mind immediately was the Punisher thank you, you that know, would be a good one yeah he, he pretty much drinks himself to death constantly <laughs> You know, that guy's got to relax sometime. Be a hell of a lot cooler if he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I think you... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I think you tackling The Walking Dead is, is basically... I think that would be the benchmark because if you're living in that kind of society... like How that, do you cope? That, how do you live? How do you, how do you do anything? Like, how can you live with yourself if you've had to kill somebody? Like, you had to kill a kid or... Sorry. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of, like... Call. Okay, we're we're, we're waiting. He's such a dramatic. Do you have a stoner <laughs> moment or something here? Like, the um, <laughs> pregnant pause. The um, the walls are down, man. <laughs> did many? Did ever just blink a lot? Is <laughs> uh, just something I noticed. <laughs> that's bad, right? With the with the in the wall, that's <laughs> somebody ought to do something about that. <laughs> this is the perfect moment for live streaming. I'm just saying. Yeah. Is your guys' mouth really dry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it... Did you guys close the gate in cell block C? <laughs> are, are our mouths really dry, or the, do they just... Are they just not wet? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Did you swallow a bunch of sand? It's... You know, it's kind of like somebody saying, man, the weather's trippy. It's like, no, man. Maybe it's not the weather that's trippy. It's just how we perceive the weather that is, in fact, trippy when you should have just said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. I I don't oppose to, like, anything like cannabis at all. I, I don't oppose to it. The only thing would be is to, like, does it fit the story? Does it fit the character? And so, like, that with anything, whether it's, like, all of a sudden this dude's got a drinking problem. It's like, well, that d- does that coincide with what his character has been and where it's going it's got to fit it's got to fit the story it's got to fit the characterization uh shoehorning it in just to shoehorn it in just because it's becoming a more modern place in our day in society it, that that's not good for anybody because it's like well this dude suddenly uh it's like well you know he, he uh, he's sitting back with a cigarette you know it, it sure i mean you've got to like you know, utilize your certain judgment as far as like uh, like that's normal. People don't think about cigarettes. And right. People really shouldn't think about weed in the same manner either. I, I feel like people should think about it in the same way, like as a drink or as a or as a shot or anything like that. But like the the problem with it right now is that you are correct. It has been so stigmatized and has been so demonized 
that it is slowly becoming legal, but there's still a very sect of, uh, a select few of people who are in control of politics that don't want it to be legal, whether it's from money from pharmaceutical companies, whether it's their own personal Beliefs. moral belief, incorrect moral belief, but moral belief nonetheless. So for them to do that right now would be a political statement charged at focusing here, which really, like, you can do political statement in comics, but is it pertinent to that story? Who are you? Who are you servicing? In yeah, that? who are you? Like, if you're doing it just to say, you know, make a political statement, this should not be illegal. It's like, well, okay, fine, but then you're going to get a complete sect of people who are just against it, without ever even having read the story. And what is this about? Why is this? character doing this in this manner well i'm going to give you straight up an idea of of you know talking about the walking dead and how would i introduce it you know does it serve a purpose and i have a perfect segue for that yes it serves a purpose we just you know read the walking dead 174 and negan's story and he has this coming together moment with maggie she chooses not to kill him now he's living his life suffering from legit guilt he realizes has just overburdened him right so are you telling me that his next character development is that he is everyone's dealer? No, not that he's everyone's <laughs> dealer. That would be hilarious, though. I mean, if that was he's a sitting thing. there instead of the bat, he's got like the shovel, but like <laughs> moving plants. <laughs> he's already done that. So I, I like that, but uh, no. The thing, the thing I would do though is is that Negan would return, you know, to Rick, and Rick would be like, "There's a calm about you. Like, what's going on?" And then like it would flash forward to them around a campfire, you know, passing a joint. He's just like, "Man, you know, honestly." Before all this, it was illegal. I wouldn't have thought twice about it, you know? I would have got yelled at by my parents. But for some reason, this helped me to cope. And it's that's just not like Negan, a, though. He, that, that, he would have done it then if it was illegal. Well, because, no, I don't know about that because, you know, he's he's crazy, but he's not. I mean, I don't know if he's No, he, he, was, he, was the, he was the badass guy. Yeah, he, I guess that's he true. He was the gym teacher. That He's the cool guy. I guess that's another thing. Why hasn't he even been brought up? Like, if he did do that at some point, why hasn't he brought up? Like, you know, once I got and they, arrested well, for... In the show, they have all the weed. Like, so you're telling me Negan doesn't smoke weed? And they had all that weed? Did they have weed in the show? Dude, absolutely. They had it, like, at the satellite place. Really? Yeah, dude. They, they found it like, whoa. It was like, they got the weed. <laughs> they, they had a farm in there. So, like... He's definitely smoking the weed. And honestly, that's probably why he's so chill about killing people. (laughs) (laughs) But being 2018 kind of gives us a chance to try things new. 2018 is when there's New Year's resolutions, when people are like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise more. I am going to be more organized. And New Year's resolutions don't have to stop with just doing things for you. 2018 could spend the things you do, like this podcast, for example. 2018 could be saying, like, I am going to podcast seven times a week, which would be ridiculous, but awesome. And almost impossible to do. But 2018 gives us the opportunity to just test the boundaries that we are kind of put ourselves in. And I want to kind of take this show in a little bit different way and kind of wonder, like, what would happen if the Poor Report was more conservative, more like the way Fox News is now, or Breitbart, or some of those other ultra-conservative shows. 
And I kind of really wonder what that would be like. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Ladies and gentlemen, citizens of the United States of America, this is the Poor Report. It is 2018. This is episode 18. I'm happy to have you here. We have so much to talk about. We have such a great show. 2017 was an amazing, an amazing year, and all of it is thanks to our great president, President Donald J. Trump. I'll say it here. I am so happy he's our president. We didn't really get to talk about it earlier, but I am so happy. I'm just there's something I get to share with you later, and I hardly can contain my excitement. I just want to talk about it right now. But first, I really want to talk about the 10 best things that Trump did in 2017. He took the office on the 20th and did so much since then. And I just I'm I can't contain myself. I just got to talk about it right now. Now, 10 things Trump did in 2017, starting from the top, the economy. Now, I know what you're saying. What did Trump do? Trump triumphed in, in 20, the 2016 primary because he spoke to the angst of the average American worker who felt correctly forgot and exploited by a crony globalist system that benefited only from the connected few. In 2017, the real economy accelerated as opposed to just asset prices, Worker productivity ramped up to 3% in the third quarter, far above the scant 1.2% average of the Obama years. Truck orders surged this fall, and manufacturing jobs jumped higher, as November recorded the highest gains in 15 years, according to the payroll firm ADP. Reflecting this growth, small business confidence soared as National Federation of Independent Business CEO Juanita Duggan declared, we haven't seen this kind of optimism in 34 years. Number two, ISIS. Just months into the Trump presidency, their so-called caliphate has been crushed by a coalition organized and supported by the U.S. military. What a joy to see some of the world's oldest Christian communities in the Middle East Again, worshipping freely at Christmas. The border. Illegal crossings have plunged as much as 60% versus pre-Trump levels. Clear-eyed rhetoric and invigorated ICE show immediate results as we reclaim control from human and drug smugglers. ICE Director Thomas Homan recently said that the president has done more for the border security and public safety than any of the six presidents I've worked for. That is amazing. I'm so happy. Now for judges, perhaps the longest legacy of Trump will be in the judiciary. In 2017, he fulfilled a campaign promise by getting conservative judges seated, including Neil Gorsuch, on the Supreme Court in a record pace of 12 circuit court confirmations. Taxes. 
Trump did what has been done in Washington since the top movie was Top Gun. He signed comprehensive tax reform. I believe that immediate business expensing will become the most potent of these improvements as companies large and small will finally invest aggressively in capital expenditures, new software, plants, equipment for regulation. The administrative state empowered the bureaucratic swamp at the expense of American entrepreneurs by one key measure of regulatory growth, the page count of the Federal Reserve, which lists the new rule, Trump reduced regulation by almost 50% in 2017. Wow. That's just... I can't believe it. Things we're doing in 2017 thanks to President Donald Trump. Religious liberty. Trump ended the government war on group on groups like the Little Sisters of the Poor and ordered exemptions for religious groups that cannot, by conscious, pay for practice they reject, such as abortion-inducing medications. For the trade agreements, Trump put the world on notice that America will no longer be exploited in the bargaining table with PACs that may benefit U.S. corporate chieftains but not American workers. Exiting TPP and demanding a renegotiation of NAFTA represent important achievements for economic nationalism. Military buildup. Trump just signed a 2018 defense budget that features pending congressional rollback of the 2011 budget sequester. Large increases overall, including for troop salaries and missile defense. The president also finally demanded that our wealthy NATO allies pay their fair share for the defense of the West. It's about time. I can't wait for it. Now, for Russia, I know what you're saying. Russia this, Russia that. Russia, contrary to the unceasing mainstream media narrative, Trump pursued tough policies against Vladimir Putin and Russia. He armed the Ukraine, denounced Russian aggression in his historic Warsaw speech, and slapped Serious new sanctions on Moscow. So much for being Putin's puppet. Where did that even start? The stupid mainstream media, that fake news out there. Sick of it. Now, to be, to be sure, not every White House move in 2017 worked. For example, the first travel ban rollout was incredibly sloppy. Jeff Sessions should never have been made Attorney General, given his widely known inherent conflicts regarding any Russia investigation. James Comey should have been fired as FBI director on January 21st. Still, despite the cockney of clamoring critics on the left, both in Washington and in legacy media, the real Trump record of 2017 reveals the FC of America's first entrepreneur-in-chief. Real results have been made, the swamp less daunting, and made Americans more prosperous and safe. May those 2017 gains lead to even more success in 2018. Those were Trump's accomplishments this year. This past year was amazing. I want to see what he gives us next. I get on Twitter every morning. I see what he has to say. I'm never disappointed. And I'm really, really excited to share this with you guys. I know I've been pulling strings. I've been really working hard to get it here. But I think we finally... I finally pulled it off, guys. I know podcast is like, just tell us already. We've been waiting for this. I got a sit-down interview with the man himself, the President of the United States. Donald J. Trump sat down with me in a pre-recorded interview before the holidays, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Oh my god, it was uh, just to be in his presence. Oh, it 
it's it's otherworldly. And to hear that he likes my show, oh, it's just... I gotta let you guys hear it because I'm still just reeling from that interview. And I'm gonna show it to you guys right now. So everyone, give it up for the man himself, Donald J. Trump. First of all, Mr. President, I want to thank you for joining me here today. It's really great to have you and to actually see you in person. I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan. And I know you're a busy guy, but did you, did you have a relaxing Christmas and New Year's? Well, you got that right, Andrew. I am a hardworking guy. Red meat, we crave sustenance. Guys, we are not invading my aunt. <laughs> segments weird when you're a time traveler like that and you're in multiple places at once it's like i never left it's like you took an <laughs> elongated break and then now i'm still here and i never left how's it going not bad it's still good i'm still good that's great news let's talk about what we can look forward to in 2018 on the film front yeah there's a lot of movies coming out that we're super excited to see Ugh, most of them are superhero themed I don't know if all of them are I didn't say all of them. I said most of them. A lot of them. You know what we should also talk about? Hmm. You know what movie is getting horrendous reviews that we had discussed saying that we maybe wanted to recommend on this show? Uh-oh. What is it? Downsizing. Oh, really? It's been given just We didn't say we wanted to recommend it. We said we, no, wanted, we wanted to see, to see it. it. But I, we were interested in okay. seeing it to possibly recommend. And it's got... <laughs> After like... Oh. It's got terrible, <laughs> terrible reviews. Like, is it, when does that movie it's come out? out? It's already out. Oh, it came out at Christmas. So that's not a movie of 2018. We were, we're no, it's still. I was just. I just wanted to reflect real quick and, and mention oh, on that real quick. The downsizing is not doing good, and it just came out. So back to 2018. Here. Well, wait a minute. We talked about all of the best movies that were from 2017. Did we want to like talk about any ones that we saw that were horrible? Did well, we see any shitty movies? I don't know if I'd quantify them as shitty. No. Because, I mean, Justice League wasn't perfect, but it wasn't the worst it wasn't movie I've shitty. ever seen. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if there's really that thing, per se. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know there are some movies that did get poorly rated, like the new Transformers got ripped to shreds. Well, I haven't seen any of those. Pa- you know, the new Power Rangers like movie. Bay. The new Power Rangers movie, I will say, actually had a little bit of glimmers of hope. Like, there's some stuff that you could saw be it? cool. Yeah. Uh, and... It wasn't good? It wasn't bad. It wasn't great, though. Because like, you love Power Rangers. I do love Power Rangers, and they took some risks, and the risks were cool, and you're into that. Like, I'm into the things they did. They had a autistic ranger. Like, he had he's, he was on the spectrum, and, like, they actually, like, straight up talked about that, and they didn't shy away from it, which was really cool, you know? Mm-hmm. The normalization. Was this everybody. movie cheesy? Not particularly, but they just did some things. They took some liberties in some ways that I wouldn't have done. I see. The ranger suits were a little wonky, not really the style I would have went with. You know, making Rita and uh, Zordon the first two rangers, and, like, they are bitter enemies. So, like, Rita's technically the first green ranger, and Zordon's the first red ranger, and it's, like, this lineage. Like, like there, there are some things about that movie that are okay, but 
it's not the worst of 2017. I don't know. I don't know if it would be that. But I anyways. Can't... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I cut, no, I cut you off. I don't even remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, let's <laughs> actually look at the list of these movies. You don't want to see Fifty Shades free, do you? <laughs> No. Well, I didn't see the other two, so I don't really have any reason to see the third installment. Okay, good. Black Panther. Uh, yeah. Gonna that looks great. That. Looks phenomenal. First cut of Black Panther. Have you heard this yet? What? The early cut of Black Panther, because they're still working on the editing, right? Okay. They just finished the first cut of the movie. Mm-hmm. Four hours. Oh damn. It might be a legit long movie, and I'm like, bring it on. Bring a four-hour movie. We had to sit through Titanic. <laughs> I'd rather sit through an awesome Black Panther story that sets up the Infinity War to the next level. You yeah, know what I'm for saying? Sure. Than it being a one and a half hour movie that just like they took parts out of like how Batman versus Superman had a lot of parts taken out of that. You're just like, I don't understand this story now because I feel like they took a lot of the important stuff that I need to know out. Mm-hmm. This story makes me feel dumb. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this movie for a long time. Would you? Would you say that you would be? Willing to sit through a four-hour Black Panther? Really? Four hours? Yeah, legitimately. Well, they're going to cut it. I could sit through maybe longest. a three-hour one. Three is the longest? Yeah. Star Wars was three, pretty much. It was two hours and 40 minutes. That's about my limit. Okay, I could do three. I mean, I hour. love Gone with the Wind. It's one of my favorite movies. I love Titanic because I'm a girl, and it's like a three-hour movie. Guess what? Comes I could sit through three-hour movies. Okay. Guess what also comes out the same day as Black Panther? Hmm. Game Night. Oh, yeah, that trailer looked funny. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. we'll see if that movie maybe pans out to actually be something we want to watch. Yeah. Uh, Again, it'll probably wait till Netflix. Wait till Netflix, <laughs> you know, maybe. We'll see, we'll see, though, because if we have Movie Pass, we ain't got nothing else better to do. Oh, we'll yeah, go that's see. true. We'll, that's true. We'll go check out Game Night. Uh, this movie, you know, I feel like you might have some interest in this, but I don't know much about it. There was an author who wrote a book called Red Sparrow. Do you know about this? And the book, as soon as it, the first book was written, he sold the movie rights for th- a three-book trilogy, right? Okay. Like, what? So uh, he sold it to Fox. Of course, Fox gets bought out by Disney, so now Disney owns Red Sparrow. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Jennifer Lawrence movie, uh, and Mary Louise Parker's in it. Jeremy Irons is in it. I haven't seen um, anything from it, though. I feel like this sounds familiar. Yeah, we'll maybe watch a trailer after the episode and check it out and see what we think about that. Uh, more movies on this What list. was that movie that we were talking about, that new Peter Jackson movie? When is that coming out? Was that Mortal Engines? Yeah. I think that's later in 2018. Because that was that one that looked like a mixture of like Howl's Moving Castle and Mad Max, right? Yes, absolutely. That yeah. was Mortal Engines. I want to see whatever the fuck that's going to be. They just officially released that trailer last oh, week. Oh, sweet. So it is something you can now watch. Okay, uh, here's yeah, another movie that's that. on the list. It's, surprise, surprise, another Disney film, A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. Loved the book. Mm-hmm. I think I'm really stoked on seeing this in a movie form. I don't know how I feel about some of the actors who Some did you not like in the casting let's talk about it we've got storm reed oprah just, winfrey oprah kind of bugs with reese witherspoon she kind of bugs mindy kaling i kind of love her uh what about chris pine eh, zach galifianakis okay he's funny and michael pena okay he was from ant-man mm-hmm. and 30 minutes or less yeah uh okay so that movie seems meh maybe Meh, maybe. Meh, maybe. Okay, we'll see. We'll go with meh, maybe. I, I'll, I'll love that that's an official rating here at Foodies. Meh, maybe. Yeah. 
All right, keeping down the line, I know that that's probably not one we're going to see, but Tomb Raider comes out next year in 2018. The trailer didn't look bad. It didn't look I, bad. I like that that actress. She was in that movie Ex Machina, and I really liked that movie. Yeah, we need to see that still. Mm-hmm. I promise we're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next one. These We're in March right now. I love that there's Untitled A24 Horror Film. That's all it says. Untitled A24 Horror Film. A24 is the company that released Lady Bird. Okay. And I th- which we still haven't seen. Which we're going to yeah, see. We'll see soon. Uh, Sherlock Gnomes. It's okay. supposed to be a Sherlock story, but they're like animated gnomes. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Weird. I don't know if that's something we'll see. Probably not. Uh, my kid will probably want to see that. Ready Player One is in March. Oh, Seeing yeah. it. That Seeing looks it. really weird. It looks awesome. Plus, we have like really experienced VR, so that yeah. concept is not that foreign. Right. I think it would be a little more foreign if you've never experienced VR. It might push you to want to try VR after seeing the movie. VR is really cool. But VR is ridiculous. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it, but I did. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. All right, here we go. Now we're moving into the April through June. Uh, these are, of course, movies that are now announced. There's still going to be stuff that isn't announced yet. It'll come out last second. They'll mm-hmm. have... Surprise movies. You got to think uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. There was no announcement that movie was happening. And then the only thing we knew was the first trailer came out. And then I think the movie dropped a month later. So they don't play mm-hmm. in that regard. Uh, so let's get back to it here. We are. Oh, New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Interested. Mm-hmm. It's got Macy Williams in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be. Phenomenal. I don't know any of the other actors in, like, as far as the main actors that they have listed here. I don't know anybody else other than Macy Williams. Uh, da, 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 da. We're not going to see the Miracle season, right? No. Horrible volleyball movie. Probably Jody not. Jodie Foster. Probably not. Oh, no, it was Helen Hunt, not Jodie Foster. Helen Hunt. I do love Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt looked kind of like Jodie Foster in that, though. Rampage? Yes. Rampage? That was the uh, The Rock's new movie. It's based on the video game Rampage. Oh. It's like a giant gorilla, a giant alligator, and a giant wolf. <laughs> so Jumanji. Kind of, but not quite. That, Yeah, uh, kind of, but not quite. Super Troopers 2 comes out this year. Really? Gonna see it. Finally. Gonna have to on 420. Finally. They're releasing it on 420. <laughs> are they really? Yes, of course they are. <laughs> That's uh, funny. That's good marketing. Bubbler. Bubbler. Oh, what? No, beers left. Hand me that trifecta of fucking briskies there and that bubbler. All right. Hi there, everybody. This is Podcastrophy episode, I think, 17, 18. 45. This is one of those. Niner. We're drunk. <laughs> We're drunk. Speak for this yourself. This is drunk catastrophe. <laughs> Heritage. Yeah, yeah. I am joined. We are ready. To yeah. Get it. Oh yeah, we are live streaming tonight. I am joined by a lot of my friends here, and it is fantastic. Once again, joining me, we got Tyler McLoggins. 
Hello. Finnegan McNasty. Thank you again for joining. Appreciate we have uh, Zach Davis. <laughs> oh, hey. David's most okay. notably okay. heard on Brews with Dudes. Yee! We have a Mr. David Linder also making his premiere on Podcastrophy. How are you doing? I'm doing fucking great. Shimon! Although it's really <laughs> fucking hot in here. Yeah, it is. Oh, shit. His oh, shirt is off. off. We're here. The shirt is off. We've for arrived. Those, for those listening, his shirt is off. If you're watching this, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Tyler is taking his pants off. Oh, hell yes. Not safe for work. This is not safe safe. for work. NSFW. Oh, he's putting him back on. Okay. Okay. Uh, We also have (laughs) just just vomited a little bit. We have we have a first another first timer, Jess Wadley. How are you doing tonight? I am fantastic. Awesome. Fantastico. And we also have once again another first timer. She's been on many podcast so far the phantom you know her as the phantom she is my girlfriend miss miranda how are you doing hey the silent majority she has come out of out of hiding yes and last but certainly not least we have our overlord of doom the host of bruise with dudes a mr nick maxon can i get a yee yee we are lit and we are oh, ready yes. to get it. Oh, yes. Our legs can I've been teasing this podcast for a minute. This is the Drunk Cast. This, hopefully, this this is a premiering on uh, our, our uh, feature week on Podbean. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Podbean. So, basically, all the, all the people that we've accrued, all the listeners that we've accrued from being featured throughout the week uh, up until Thursday... Uh, they're immediately going to leave the podcast. The, they're they're not they're going to unsubscribe after listening to this because we are fucked. <laughs> yes, please touch me. This is the most tweaked we've ever been. Oh yes, but you know it's 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 going to be a good time. I it, who cares about listeners? We are here to have a good time. You fuck listeners. Fuck you guys. Uh, no, thank you. Thank Every you. Every single one of you. For those who do listen, thank you. I appreciate you so much. We are live streaming this on my Facebook page, pod, on the Podcast Free Facebook page. And uh, for those listening on Facebook Live, uh, please subscribe to the Journey into Comics Network. We are on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio. We're now on Spotify. Subscribe to Journey into Comics, and <laughs> you will get you will get the audio version of Podcast Fee. You will get Bruise with Dudes. You will get Journey into Comics, uh, Voice of Survival, Butt Stuff, The Poor Report, all kinds of podcasts. There's so many. Do it, or I'll please check it you. out. And if you can, if you want, we have a Patreon. Just go to Patreon.com/slash/Journey into Comics and toss Just us a buck. a buck, maybe three, whatever you want. It helps us. Please do it. You probably spend one dollar a month on something that you're never gonna fucking remember. You might as well. Yes. Porn. You might as well take it out of your. Wait, who spends money on porn? My porn's been. Uh, I, I, I spend money on porn. Guys. <laughs> It's, like, it's, only, like, it's only a good 4K. old 4K shit. Only 4K. See 4K? I don't. I do. can really see the sadness. Do I need to? <laughs> no. <daddy> <laughs> yes. yes. Can you say that again? Okay. I will. Say it again. So 4K porn. Let's 4K hear it. 4K porn. You really see the sadness and the daddy issues. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's my favorite part. Yes. Oh. The whole experience. The whole experience. <laughs> Insecurity is really what I'm looking for in my porn. 
I'm I'm so glad to have you all here. Thank yeah. you guys so much for joining Thank me. You. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thanks for having us in my house. Oh yes. <laughs> I love. This we house. pre-gamed with a little bruise with dudes. A little. Much longest episode ever. Bruce yeah, almost an hour and a half. We were getting it, getting it hard. We were busy and then, boys. then we and then we had a little uh, fun in between. We we drank oh, a beer. I drank a beer. Uh, skunk we were beer. some beer bongy boys for a minute. Yes. Uh, only one was the, the live stream. Okay. Had, the live stream started a little bit before we started recording. So while I was still pooping. Yes. So you Poopy you boy. caught the tail end of that before Poopy we started boy. recording. Versus one toilet boy. There can only be mm-hmm. one. Are we, are we going to continue the boy jokes? The boys, oh, please. please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 This, it, <laughs> his shirt says it perfectly. Saturdays are the for the boys. boys. It actually says, Saft Also, also, <laughs> Miranda and, and Jess, thank you for being here. Yes, thank you guys so much. You guys much. are honorary boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but Miranda. we're not assuming your genders. We're just <laughs> 2017. You cannot do that. Miranda fluid. here tonight is the real MVP. She she made Oreo balls. She made buffalo chicken dip. She made uh, cupcakes for us all. She is badass. And thank you so much. The cat's pajamas. Bees knees, cat's pajamas. You hear that, Miranda? Can we get a group? This one goes out to Miranda. so bad <laughs> i can't wait to it doesn't matter it does not this is a special episode <laughs> a very this drunk one episode out, this one goes out to the boys the boys and the she boys the and boys. the girly boys the she all boys, the boys. All the slippery boys, all the boozy boys, the chocolatey boys, the poopy boys, the sweatery boys, <laughs> all the boys. Yes. The boys. Every single bongy boy, every Let's single coldy boy, heaty boy. That's all I got. There's only so many boys you can think of off the top of your head. Well, beardy boys. <laughs> that brings me to my first topic. Who wants to talk about Nazi boys? Let's go let's ahead. Talk let's talk about just, Nazi boys. Let's just start off. Let's get all into right. Nazis. Let's, let's get, get into, into Nazis. Let's open it fuck up. Nazis. Let's open it up. So, so, yeah, obviously, fuck Nazis. First of all. I mean, they did try and fucking first take and over the foremost. world and exterminate the Jews. And they weren't the Nazi first punks. to try to take over Nazi the world, no, no, no. but they had a pretty opinion. strong kill the Jews message. And everyone else. The gypsies, the gays, the mentally handicapped. Catholics. The Catholics. If you don't look like us, then you're problematic. Yeah. yeah. I think I made a, a joke along those lines in the Bruise with Dudes tonight that went flat. Uh, we were talking about annexing Mexico. <laughs> and then they were talking about if we should still build the wall. And I'm like, well, even if we build a wall, they're still brown. And everyone, it just went flat. <laughs> we just kind of went, oh, Everyone was like, that, that's a racy boy right there. And I'm like, no, no, guys, it was a... I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna argue. We're just gonna let. We're gonna let it sit flat. My, so. my question is: Would we all feel the same way about Nazis if they didn't try and exterminate non-Aryan? So what we need to decide then is: Is what was the message of the Nazis? What were the Nazis advocating for? Like fascism? Because like, I think I think the most most people associate Nazis with kill Jewish people. So what? So if we take that aspect out of it. Then what are they? So what do you? What is? What is a Nazi? What is a Nazi? Is well, it a fascist? Is it a? I mean, the the thing that that's been bugging with the new age Nazis is they're pretty much just like if you don't look like me, then I hate you. Right. And I mean, 
fuck that. Like that's just intolerance and ignorance and all all the all the other nonsense. It's a heritage. So so if you take if you take that away, if you take that away, if you take away the whole hating people because they're not like you, then what do you got left in a Nazi? Because a Nazi's pretty much just a hater. <laughs> Nazis just hate. Haters and if you take hate. away the hate, then all you got's a bunch of blonde hair, blue eyed motherfuckers, and they don't they don't they don't stand for nothing else. Haiti boys. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Addicts Podcast, the show where we talk about the modern and retro video games that we play and collect. I am your host, Brando. Joining me here today, as always, is this podcast player, too, Mike. How's it going? It is going fantastic here today. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time, uh, we sit around and we talk about video games. That is what we do. Whether, Retro I mean, and modern. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of what I said in the beginning, man. Uh, we talk about modern news, too, and but there are times where we like to sit back and we just gush about stuff. And uh, we... As they drop Dr. Mario. As you cut, don't drop Dr. Mario. You know. But see, uh, we have this series called Retrospective that we started. And what's cool about it is that we do a whole episode about a topic. A game series, we've done Zelda. We've done Mario. We've done Final Fantasy. Yep. We've done Systems, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, PS2, Xbox 360. But there's one we haven't done. And to me, it is one of the most important ones. Yes. Now... We are, of course, talking about the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is why we're sitting here talking today, to be honest with you. This, yes, this, this is this, it, this, right here. The system saved gaming in this country. 100%. Uh, there was the video game crash of the, you know, of the 80s with, you know, during the Atari era. Uh, the Atari era, era. Area? The Atari era. Hmm. All the Aries and mm-hmm. areas. Get your tongue all worked around. The Atari era, man, there was no, um, there was no policing the quality of games. So you you had this influx of games that, that would just be released on the system, and Atari allowed everything and everything, and that led to people. It's like I said, it's like a backlash. People stopped buying it. Right. People, you know, so the games were getting sold, and ultimately it led to what we call the crash. And then it seemed like that video games were a phase and they were out. You know. Kind of like like the big Christmas fad of one year, like the Tickle Me Elmos or the Tamagotchis or yep. uh, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. You know, all video games are just this and that. Okay, yeah, they're over. And that's when the NES came out here. But, of course, it came out before that in Japan. Uh, I actually have the Wikipedia. Hopefully no one changes uh, because we were doing an episode of Journey to Wrestling over there, the Journey to Comics Network, uh-huh. that we are an affiliate of. Uh, it has its own feed. And uh, we do the wrestling show over there. Well, somebody had changed. Uh, it's, it's Wikipedia, so you could just submit changes. Somebody changed something to something that wasn't even true. And we, and, and we were reading it like live on air. We're like, well, this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you know. Well, right. You know, we, we were just talking about it. And we're like, wait a minute. So the NES was released in Japan as the uh, Nintendo Family Computer, or Famicom, yep. in July of 1983. July 15th, to be precise. 83. It's before and, my time. And it didn't get released in, in North America until October 18th, 1985. So I wasn't even a year old then. I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, I was born in 86. But 
this uh, the system was releasing test markets, and it was the, the reason why it was successful was because it marketed itself differently than traditional video game products in North America. Right. It marketed itself as a toy and first, and that's why it's called the entertainment system, not the Nintendo gaming system. Right. They, and so they designed the look of the original console to to look differently than a, a thing that you thing that you plug cartridges into. It looks more like a VCR. Yes. And of course, it has our little flap that comes up here. The games go in. I'll just grab one here, and they go in. You push them in until they click in with the contacts in there. In order for you to turn it on, you have to press it down. Yep. And then there you are. Press the button. You're off to the races if it boots up. <laughs> yes. These are uh, very uh, troublesome systems yes. as they get older. Well, yes. Due to the design of how they did the system, you're plugging it into a pair of contacts in there that then goes into the – has. The contacts is like this little uh, plastic piece in there where the pins then go down, they bend down, and they go into another um, an output. It's almost like a converter. Right. You're just passing it through to get to the motherboard. And, uh, yeah, so, like, the system here is pretty big. It's pretty flat. It's pretty funny because the, the design of this system influenced the design of the Super Nintendo and Super Famicom. Yes. Because what could you do with this system? Place your pop on there. Place, place your drink on it. So what do you think happened to a lot of these systems? Yeah, fried. Fried, it got knocked over. So when you, when you look at the Super Nintendo or Super Famicom system, they're kind of made to where you can't do that. And, of course, we have we have, we have have another system here that we're going to talk about a little bit more in a bit, but it kind of does the same thing. There's a, there's a little area right here where you can do it, but then it's more, I mean, number one, it's too small to really do it anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll talk about that system a little bit later. But, of course, what came with the system was Rob the Robot. I don't have Rob. Oh, the original system. Right. First, the, uh, first, the original box was first, Rob the Robot. Rob. And, I, and it, it connected to it, and you had these games that, like, it interacted, interacted with, with it. It was just weird, man. It was like they were really going the extra step. And, of course, the next box set that came out, though, uh, focused on this. Arguably, probably one of the the games that just, with Zapper with... Mario and Duck Hunt. Of course, both games released individually. But yes. But then later on, you got the bundle that came with the double cart. And uh, and this it, is what mine was when I... Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I never owned an NES back in the day. I played the crap out of it. My cousins had it. Friends had it. But I never owned it because my first system was a Super Nintendo. Right. But I played the crap out of this. Because, yes. I mean, you had Mario, then you had Duck Hunt. I mean... Uh, now, modern day TVs, if you hook this up, it will not, you can't play Duck Hunt. It doesn't work. Right. It's something with the old tube TVs that it, it with the infrared on, on, on the gun, it, it, just, it doesn't work. Right. Now, they did, what's cool is that Nintendo did do a re release of Duck Hunt on the Wii U. Is it the Wii or the Wii U? I can't remember. I can't remember. But you used the, the Wiimote and it actually had a little reticle on the screen. Huh. So, like, they kind of, like, went in and they made it playable. Right. But, okay, so there's the whole duck hunt. There's a the whole zapper thing. Now, the zapper 
In the original run, it was like it was gray. Yes. Now think about it, like the Mothers of America or whatever it was. They're like, like your parents. They were a little concerned with packing a, a gun for their little kids to be playing with, thinking it's yeah. okay to shoot. And they they actually did another run of these that was all orange. That's the one I had. Uh, that was like where the, where this is gray, it's all orange. And then like the trigger was black or something offset. Yeah, it. something like that. I looked to see because I have two zappers and both of them are this color. The original grace. Yeah, so I, I don't have one of the orange ones, but then you have Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. Now, of course, Mario has been had been around in the video game industry prior to that, right? And Donkey Kong is Jumpman, and then you had the Mario Brothers arcade game, which both of those came to the system. We talked about that, yes, on the Super Mario uh, retrospective. But Super Mario Brothers, along with the NES, revolutionized gaming because you had what if what like what would eventually just become the new standard bearer for platforming gaming. Yes, it's pretty crazy because like they like they were working and they were just you 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 would see the levels made out on graph paper and then like you know Shigeru Miyamoto uh, made this game and it just, it, it's a masterpiece. When it comes to gaming, um, of course, they would improve on the model over Obviously. the years. Um, to come to what I believe, and many gamers of this era would believe, is the great, one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, I mean, we, I really don't know in what order to go in for some of these. I think we might, we might just be working our way around the table and telling some yeah, stories. Because we talked about Super Mario Brothers 2, and in the, the Super Mario Brothers uh, retrospective itself, of course. The version we got in America is not is not Super Mario Brothers two. Right. That we didn't get that until the All Stars and Super Nintendo, right? And that was called Lost Levels. Yes, but uh, we ended up getting a port of Doki Doki Panic with Mario stuff painted in, and it's a odd game. Still it, a fun game. It's fun, but it's my least favorite out of all of them. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Um, it, it's it's cool though because I actually have all of the manuals for these. Like yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's just so cool. Uh, and then, of course... Uh, the game that I'm talking about. Of course, Super, Super Mario Brothers 3. This game just... Uh, in this era, if a game like that came out, I mean, it, it, nobody would care. But in this system, it was everything. Well, think about it. Everybody owned this game that I knew. This, well, yeah. I mean, it, it was an instant classic because it took the original model of Mario Brothers, of Super Mario Brothers, and it took it to the the very next level. This is the this is the sequel. That this is the true sequel for 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 North American gamers to the original Super Mario Brothers. Right. You know, it took it to the very to the, to, to the tippy top of the next level. Of course, you have. You have the Koopa Trooper um, uh, kids and all that stuff, but then you have all the different power ups and the the suits, the secrets, the whistles, all that kind of stuff, and it's all crammed into here. And I want to say this was released in 1990. Uh, I, I think it's what we talked about last time. I think we did look it up. I, think, I believe that because this was like 90 a, or 91. Yeah, this was at the time like a swan song for this console, even though. The, the console wouldn't actually be discontinued until later. Um, what I mean is that the Super Nintendo was on the verge of coming out. Right. And it says here that in North America, 
the the, the Nintendo was to completely discontinued in August 14th, 1995. So, 10 years on the market. In Japan, it was discontinued September 25th, 2003. Wow. They were still making Famicoms. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, the system has a uh, worldwide sales of 61 million. Or 61.91 million. Uh, 19... Point thirty-five of those is in Japan. Thirty-four million of those are in North America, and eight point five. That's amazing. In others, especially in a in a time when consoles, gaming, gaming was on the decline, mm-hmm. hard, and this is it. I mean, this this is why we we're here today. <laughs> like you okay. said, yeah. the worst luck of any person I have ever known. Yes. Now that he's married to me, he's realizing how bad it is. <laughs> but he these are the things that before marriage are cute, you know, when someone trips all the time and you know, leaves candles burning and leaves the house and <laughs> you know, that's all cute stuff when <laughs> you're dating, but when, when you're you married have homeowners insurance. <laughs> when you're married and you know, you almost get hit by lightning and a thousand dollars of your stuff gets fried. That's not fun anymore. <laughs> and that's what marriage no. is like. Yeah. If but, you've ever wondered. <clears throat> shit, what was I about to say? Uh, marriage is getting into two car accidents within six months of each other that were both not your fault. Yeah. Because that happened to me. I got rear-ended and then I got hit uh, head on. Yeah. And a stoplight. You know, we've hung out more this year than we ever have. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. But I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of the bad thing that happened yesterday to my bubbler. Oh, no. Yes. So. R.I.P. bubbler. Yes. I, I was already having a shitty fucking day. <laughs> Let's just be fucking flat out with it. I already hated the whole day. So I figure... You know what? I'm going to finish cleaning this bubbler and get it all dry, and then I'm going to smoke, and I'm going to relax, you know. I'm going to make it dirty again. Yes. It was was bad. (laughs) It was really fucking bad. So, you know, me just trying to be nice, so I set it in the sink. It's, It's on the sink. It can't go anywhere. It can't fall off the counter. Nothing. I thought it was fine. Like bubbler? Yeah. The day we bought it. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah. But this, I, I planned ahead because I always think about that incident when I have the bubbler out. So I'm like, not even going to chance. I'm going to set it inside the sink. I'm not yeah, going to set it on the counter. Unstable. Yeah. I was like, I could just knock it over or something. So in the sink it goes. It tips backwards. It just tips backwards. That's all that happens. Split it in half. The whole fucking back <laughs> fell off. I'm like the fuck and i just sat there sat there i stood there 
first I was really just in awe. I didn't really know what to think. I said, I'm like, this did not just fucking happen. Like, I'm hallucinating. (laughs) They're like, maybe I'm on acid. I don't know. This did not just fucking happen. (laughs) This is not a thing. This could not have just happened. And then I just got really angry about it. (laughs) Because (laughs) it had just been such a fucking bad day. And that just really topped it all off. It just toppling over like that. Thank goodness you have other implements to smoke from. Yeah, but that was my favorite. Yeah, that, well, I mean... That nice blood splatter kind of look. It, it, it was, was perfect for you. It was. So now, if anyone knows where I can get another bubbler, or even just a bong, anything that looks like blood splatter, I want it. Yes. DM us on Instagram. <clears throat> <coughs> oh my god. Still dying from the cold. Um, <gasps> Sorry. What? I just had this really cute idea. Oh. There needs to be a bong. And it needs to be kind of zombie looking. I'm sure that probably exists. And then the bowl has to look like brains. <gasps> and you're like feeding and then putting them away. That's actually really smart. If anyone knows where to get that or wants to make that. Hit us up. Yes. <laughs> Anything horror related. <laughs> Just talk to me. I'm the weird one with red hair. I want it. <laughs> like I'm not weird. <laughs> the weirder one. I for, I was gonna say something about your spoon pipe and how it has such a huge fucking hole oh, for yeah. how tiny it is. Oh yes, yeah, so like I'm you can't for you. smoke this on this with without dying. No, it's like <clears throat> it's so small like probably three and a half inches but the hole at the bottom of the bowl is it looks like a standard hole punch size (laughs) and then the mouthpiece hole is just so gigantic (laughs) and you completely misjudge how much smoke is in there every time yeah though i am starting to master it i better set that down (laughs) before you break it too yeah that one seems way sturdier though (laughs) it's just gonna topple this way and split in half too (laughs) but (laughs) yeah i have been really working on it you have to just tap it really fast and really hope you don't die (laughs) and that's the trick (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! this is why i don't invite people over to smoke (laughs) oh by the way i have this thing you're probably gonna just you know die Maybe don't smoke out of that one. Yeah, please. just you'll just straight up fucking die. Would you like a one hitter? I have seven. <laughs> I only have three. Okay, I'm sorry. She only has three. And this little chillum. But man, I miss my bubbler. I'm so sad about it. <laughs> I have a steamroller you can use. I'm just I want another I'm gonna get another bubbler. But it has I hope that they like have one that looks about the same. Or looks creepy. I don't know. Maybe I just, you could go back to where you bought that from. And I am going to try gluing it. I'm going to try gluing yes. it. You know, because that's what Gretchen did. Glued it all back together. Mm-hmm. And it's... We were supposed to talk fine. about our new, <laughs> our new Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine aren't very good. So <laughs> you should definitely go first. Okay, so my first one is to document more, because I have a $1,500 camera. I might as well fucking use it for something. So, just take more real-life pictures and not 
posed pictures where I'm like trying to make everything perfect. So more like that. Okay, now you go. I want to hear one of your ridiculous goals. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I drank all the Sprite, so I'm like, <laughs> let me just cough over here. I want to take Patty to more uh, national forests and, you know, I just want to take him on different trails because I've taken him one to not too far away, but it kind of gets boring after a while. I'm like, I want to go somewhere else and I want to go somewhere that's maybe less fucking muddy. Yeah. Because where it's at, it's like, it's like it never dries out, ever. Yeah. So, yeah. We can discuss after some local places. Because... Without steps, because holy fuck. Yeah, because the one place with steps, I almost broke my ankle and I won't go back there. But, yeah. That's a good one. That's not bad. Because, like... You're like the ultimate dog mom anyway. Right? Gotta... I mean, look at him. He's so happy and just passed <laughs> out over He's so the- chill. <laughs> He's just like lounging on his side. He's like, what are you talking about me, huh? Sometimes I wonder if when I smoke, he comes down too. Because it always seems like Cause he'll kind of leave me kind of mimic your level of anxiety. Does that make sense? Maybe. Um, Okay, so my next one is to read a damn book. (laughs) A book. Just one. I would like to finish a book. What if I did a book club? I'd eat longer than a month to read it, probably. (laughs) Shit. Um, No, I don't understand... how this happened to me hang on (laughs) (laughs) we both start dying right like my throat is not used to this level of conversation um i used to be the kid that would go to the library and check out 15 books and read them all in two weeks and it would never be an issue like all through school i read like all the time and then after the last Harry Potter came out, I don't think that I read too many more books until I found the Hunger Games books and Divergent. And then I have not really read a book since then. Aside from the books that I read to my child, which don't count to me. (laughs) But yeah, I want to read books. Okay. I would love to read more than one book, but at least one. I can hook you up. I really want to read Outlander, and I feel like if I get sucked into a series, that'll get me right back into reading. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Though I think sometimes a standalone can be really good. It's time for Brews with Dudes. Ah, juicy. It's almost Christmas time. It, it will be far past Christmas time by the time you uh, listen to this. Might even be past New Year's, honestly. So Really? Uh, I feel like talking right now, like we're going to the future or something. Like 
considering 2018 is when you're going to be listening to this. I'm having a moment. I'm freaking out. Yeah. A little bit. You are freaking out. And then the computer, (laughs) and then then the iPad over there just popped on. That's Skynet. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Don't mind that. That's Disney. Disney. They just want to listen. Disney, not. Disney knows. I'm really on board. Really on board I'm for that. I'm all for Disney taking over. I mean, they they made they look what they did with Marvel and Star Wars. A lot of people would argue that Star Wars ain't going too hot. Well, they can fuck off. They, they can sure make can. like a tree. I, I agree. And fuck I off. am so tired of people shitting all over the new movie. No, I agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think it was, I'm going to start off by saying that I loved it and I love Star Wars and it doesn't matter who's making the movie or. What they end up doing with it, I'm going to go every single time. I'm going to watch every oh, single yeah, one because I love sure. Star Wars. You know, if, and if, if you want, we can go for, into further detail on Podcastrophy. Wow. Oh, we're going to. Oh. Extremely inebriated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's most definitely one of the topics. Yes. Oh, yeah. We we can't not. I'll play the devil's advocate where I where I say that, that uh, maybe, maybe you could just tell a little bit less that Disney owns it now. Yeah. They 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 did it with Marvel too, or they Disneyfy it just ever so slightly. Um, well, they definitely do it with the humor. I mean, you, absolutely. You look at everything Marvel and um, Star Wars related now. At times, the humor feels so forced. Yeah, like what I did there. That was good. But, that was really uh, good. Um, oh, I get it. Nah, uh, <laughs> um, Nick, they have a, uh, I will say. I will say that. Uh, the other da- the other night when we were talking about Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker and our discussion on that and I you were like yeah Mark Mark Hamill hates it and I'm like no he he doesn't that's some bullshit uh, he actually did come out in an interview and straight up said <laughs> uh, yeah I told you I read you. that yeah. today I, I told you today. He, he doesn't it's, it's not that he hates it but he de- he he but says he, he doesn't like the direction that they took Luke in but he which said, was he a bold direction he said he has accepted it though that's that's where. It needed to go. But the thing is, I mean, would Mark Hamill have really been accepting of any direction that they took Luke? Perhaps not. I mean, it's Mark Hamill. I mean... Right. He, as, as much as I love Mark Hamill, he is he is somewhat of a diva. Yes, he is. He's in very the, opinionated. In the entertainment world, yeah. um, as entertainment... Or, excuse me, as opinionated as he is, I feel like he's kind of earned that right. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, it's definitely a little over the top at times. Yeah. Not that it matters because mark hamill didn't write the character of That's luke right. skywalker no. you know so he just gave luke a face yep he did a great job and i i like the direction i mean i wish i just wish there was more i could totally go for like the adventures of luke like go make that series like i'd watch that i'd watch like, that. yeah oh give yeah me, give me a movie or two about him going and doing cool shit between six and seven like give me an hbo series mm-hmm. or some bullshit like that they're, they are obviously they HBO, are already but... doing a live action, yeah. I heard, I heard uh, that. Star Wars TV show Oof. that's going to be one of the pilots when they start their new streaming service at the end of next year. Really? Well, since yeah. Disney just bought Fox, aka Hulu, as well. They didn't. They don't own all of Hulu. No, they don't. And there, don't? there's there's so far only been speculation as to what they plan to do. The two ideas being gobble up the rest of the shares. Or sell off their shares mm, and go do something, but I don't think they've really hinted at what they plan I to think, do. I think they own like thirty three point six percent of Hulu now. I heard that maybe they they own some before then too. Hmm. 
But yes, they bought. What, what I'm gathering is with this deal, they acquired approximately a third of the shares. Right. Whether or not they had some in the first place, I don't honestly know. But so yeah, lots of Star Wars. Bring it on. Bring it the fuck on. Indeed. I found out today, and you'll probably know this from the group chat that we have, that uh, the Han Solo movie is apparently in May. <laughs> I yes, didn't it is. It was, I didn't think it was going to be until next December, because that's usually when they release Star Wars movies. Well, they Wait. were going to do Rogue One in uh, May, yeah, that's and right. then they pushed it back. That is right. But yeah, Wait. I thought so, too, that they were going to... We're getting Han Solo in May? Yes. Yeah, May 25th. See, that worries me even more about Han Solo. Yeah, because that 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 whole through their whole development cycle of that movie, it has had nothing but turmoil. Yes, it sure has. Who directed it? Ron Howard. Ron Howard is doing it now. I don't remember who was doing it initially. It was the guys who did. uh, It was something crazy. The guys who did Lego Movie. Really. The guys who did Lego Movie were originally doing it, or were the second or third choice, but they were the ones that were doing it right before Howard took over. I was really excited to see Howard take it over because, I mean, it's Ron fucking Howard. Yeah. Yeah. You don't say Ron Howard, you say Ron Ron fucking fucking Howard. Howard. He's earned it. He is, you know, top five directors of all time, just because of the length of his career and what he's done. Um, If anybody can save a film, Ron can do it, but... Mm -hmm. Is it too far gone for him to do it? You know, he, when seemed, he seems to be optimistic about it. When you've got, but I read a thing last week or the week before that the higher ups at Disney are honestly worried about how this film is going to do in the box office. Hmm. Really? And I don't know if that. I mean, I, that was right before the Force Awakens came out, so I don't know if it was because they didn't know how Force Awakens was going to be received by the mass public, or. I think they underestimate. With all the turmoil, you know, when you have to bring in some of the best acting coaches in the world to work with your lead actor, that's not good. Like, why did you hire that person? Yeah, I've said it all along. They should have fucking hired Chris Pratt. Yes, they should have cast Chris Pratt. Then you could do. He's perfect. You could then you could roll right into Indiana Jones. Yeah, I can't see Chris Pratt being that. uh, Really? That grumpy. Okay, that grumpy, no. Because Han Solo's grumpy. But he's that... He's Look that. at Chris Pratt in Jurassic World, though. He's not... You're right. He's not... He played. He didn't play his usual silly self. Yes. I mean, he's he's pretty gruff at a few times in that movie. Don't fuck with my raptors, you know? So... I think, he, I think Chris Pratt would definitely be able to pull it off, both Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Um... Indiana Jones. Oh my God, Chris Pratt is Indiana Jones. You would don't be see that. That's awesome. That's what I said. Okay, Just two that, 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 that would be Get the Han Solo movie done yeah. and out of the way because you know they're only going to make one, oh, and then man. roll right into Indiana Jones and just rake in the cash. Chris Pratt is one of my favorite actors. Absolutely, right now. he's fantastic. He's and really he's insanely awesome. funny. Like, oh yeah, dude. And he doesn't have to try. Parks and Rec. He doesn't even need Rec. Oh my God. No, he just does it. <laughs> he has that face. That beautiful face. With the skin on it. <laughs> that felt right, didn't it? That, 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 that was like, yeah, pretty much. You're correct. That's Chris. That's Mr. Pratt. That is accurate. I think the first thing I really saw him in was, was Parks and Rec. Yeah, that that's the first thing I saw him in. Apparently, he's been in other things. Like, he was in, uh, he got a start on, like, One Tree Hill. I didn't you know, watch like, that. Well, yeah. 
One Tree Hill. He was in um, what was it called? Uh, Coach Carter. He was, he was in, in he was Coach in, Carter. He was in one of those like was basketball he really? movies. Basketball or, or like Hoosiers or something? No, or? he wasn't in Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Hoosiers is like eighties, nineties, oh, yeah. early nineties. Like he, yeah, that's a that's a long time ago. Either way, you I'm, guys talk. I'm gonna look up the date on that one. Either way, I am. <laughs> I, really, I am really worried about how Han Solo is gonna do um, just on its own. Let alone all of the public backlash that we're getting from the Last Jedi. Are people gonna be so butthurt that they just don't see this movie, or they see it and then purposely shit on it, like they were doing Last Jedi right now? So 